Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, only about 13 minutes each day, but it keeps us in God's Word. And that's crucial for our faith because, as we keep emphasizing, faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So we encourage you to share these studies with everybody you can through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. Help somebody get into God's Word. Help somebody grow in their faith. Help somebody come closer to God. Maybe help somebody get to heaven. A great blessing for them, but also a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing every day with everybody you can. We're going to begin a new line of thought and study. We're going to talk about, well... A heart problem. A heart problem. We're not talking about that organ, that muscle that beats within our chest, sends blood throughout our circulatory system every day, but and all day long and every day as long as we live. No, that's a medical condition. That's a physical kind of situation. We're talking about a heart, a heart problem from the seat of our thinking, our mindset, our conscience, our morality. That's what we're really talking about. Uh, you know, problem. Some people will they'll clutch their hand and they'll pound their chest and say, "I believe something with all of my heart," or "I feel in my heart." Well, <laughs> that's that's a good physical gesture, but it's really not talking about that heart within our chest. Again, that's physiological. We're talking about something much deeper, something much more profound. Where is my mindset? Where is my life focused and centered? Where is my conscience? Where is my morality, my, my moral bearing? Where is my spiritual focus in life? That's what we're really talking about, heart problems. Well, this particular heart problem we're talking about is one that, well, it might catch some people by surprise when I label it as a heart problem, but that's exactly what it is, talking about laziness. Laziness, and laziness is a real heart problem that is affecting a huge, huge percentage of our population in this country today. Now, perhaps in some other countries around the world as well, but this is where we live, and this is where I think we can really see the effects of laziness taking hold and spreading throughout our culture in our country right now. Undoubtedly, we live in the fastest-paced society that the world has ever known. And yet, there is no scarcity of laziness. We're busier than we've ever been, probably busier than any people has ever been. But laziness is all over the place. It is becoming more and more pronounced. It is spreading farther and farther across the population of our country. In fact, a case might be made that while extreme busyness and the stress that naturally goes therewith is characteristic of our culture, laziness at the same time is at an epidemic level. Now, these concurrent conditions would seem to be naturally exclusive of one another. How could we be the, how could, how could we be the busiest culture the world has ever seen and at the same time have such a growing problem with laziness. And I'm not talking about just a small percentage. I'm talking about a huge percentage of our people in our nation have simply become lazy. 
How could both of these realities coexist at the same time? And yet, the co- their coexistence in our society right now is a stark reality. Delving into the nature and effects of the busy lifestyles in which so many people are caught up would be an interesting exercise in itself. But the purpose that we really want to get into in this particular study and, 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 and uh, line of, th- of thought is to look at the other side of the ledger, the problem of laziness as a lifestyle. And it has become a lifestyle for a whole lot of folks, and particularly how this affects and relates to our spiritual lives. Now, let me begin by saying laziness is a choice. There would be a lot of people, I suppose, I think from what I have heard throughout much of my life, when it comes to obesity, let's say, a problem of being obese. Now, that's something that really is being focused upon in our culture and has been focused upon heavily for a long time now. And there probably are some people, probably a number of people would say, well, it's, it's something that I can't help. It's, it's genetic. You know, it's within me. I can't control my weight. Well, most of the time, from what I have gathered, what I have learned, what I have observed, that's really not the case. Maybe with a very, very, very small percentage of people, that might carry some weight. But for most people, obesity is simply a matter of lifestyle, lifestyle that they've chosen to live, either directly or passively. You know, they eat too much, they eat too much of the wrong kinds of foods, they don't exercise enough, they're not active enough, and on and on it goes. And so it's, you know, it's basically a choice. They choose to live that kind of lifestyle. Now, I simply bring that out by way of comparison to laziness. Laziness, laziness is a choice. Again, obesity, some people might say genetic, hormonal, I cannot control it. I try my best. I've been on all kinds of, of, of diets and medications, and I've gone to the gym and all that. But that would be a very, very small uh, uh, percentage of the people in our culture. But for them, they might say, I, I can't help it. I, I do the best I can, but I can't help it. Okay, again, most of the time, obesity, I believe, is a matter of choice, of lifestyle. But in laziness, it is a choice. We can't say, hey, I'm lazy because of genetics. Uh, It's a a hormonal issue. It's a choice. Some people suffer from various physical, emotional, and or psychological disorders that tend to rob them of energy and leave them in a state of clinical depression. And that's much, much different from just feeling down in the dumps a day or two. We're talking about clinical, clinical depression. That is a physiological disorder that can be treated with medications. But such people can find themselves virtually unable to motivate themselves to carry out even simple daily routines. But again, that is a physiological disorder. It's a medical condition. It's not their fault. They may sleep for inordinate periods of time on a daily basis, but their condition is clinical again. It's no fault of their own. 
they truly need medical treatment for their problem. Now, these folks are not subject to this study. We're not talking about those folks. They truly need medical treatment. They, they need help. But rather, this study is going to deal with people who are lazy by choice, and that's most everybody whom you would really classify as being lazy. And a whole lot of those lazy people would be upset with you if you told them you're just plain lazy because they, they deny that. They're in a state of self-denial. People who live a lifestyle in which laziness is a central feature to their lives. These are people who are largely unproductive simply because they're lazy for no other reason. Now, they can blame all kinds of, of contributing factors in their mind, but, but basically it's just because they're plain lazy. And they're trying to find excuses to excuse them for being lazy. Often they make excuses for their indolence, but most of the excuses are just bogus. And ironically, some of these people work fairly hard after a fashion. Now, listen to the rest of the statement. Some of them work fairly hard after a fashion to maintain their lazy lifestyle, continually hustling for the next handout. I've said many times that such people would probably find it easier to get a job and work every day than to try to jump through all the hoops they do on a continual basis just to keep somebody giving them the next handout. Such individuals are not only a drain on the society in which they live, our society, but their mindset is fundamentally ungodly. Now, let me say that. People who are just habitually lazy, who are unproductive, who want other people to take care of them all the time, on an ongoing basis, they're not just a drain upon society, but their mindset is fundamentally ungodly. I want to read a text of Scripture, and I'm just going to read over it quickly, and then we'll begin to look at it in more detail next time. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, beginning with verse 6. And the Apostle Paul deals with laziness here. He says, we command you, brethren. Now, now, not we give you a good idea or suggestion. He says, we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you withdraw from every brother who walks disorderly and not according to the tradition which he received from us. What is the disorderliness that he's talking about here? We move on. For you yourselves know how you ought to follow us. For we were not disorderly among you, nor did we eat anyone's bread free of charge, but worked with labor and toil night and day, that we might not be a burden to any of you. Not because we do not have authority, but to make ourselves an example of you, or of how you should follow us. For even when we were with you, we commanded you this, if anyone will not work, if anyone will not work, neither shall he eat. For we hear that there are some who walk among you in a disorderly manner, not working at all, but are busybodies. Now those who are such we command and exhort through our Lord Jesus Christ that they work in quietness and eat their own bread. For as for you, but as for you, brethren, 
do not grow weary in doing good. And if anyone does not obey our word in this epistle, note that person, do not keep company with him, that he may be ashamed. Yet do not count him as an enemy, but admonish him as a brother. Interesting text, isn't it? Well, let's pray. Father, help us to be the productive people that you want us to be. Help us to follow you in a dedicated and committed, active way. And help us, Father, to recognize and to accept the reality that we need to work for a living. And in doing so, we're following your instructions, your guidelines. Help us to never become habitually lazy. And help us, Father, to always live a lifestyle that will bring you glory. Please be merciful with us, Father. We pray at this time. Please forgive us and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.